the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast, where we help agents get their first five deals. This is Jennifer Henry, your host for the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast. Joining me today is someone who I love and admire and find it to be a great honor to have him on our podcast today. And that is none other than Keith Jones. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm awesome. Awesome. Happy to be here. I'm so glad you are. Keith is here in Jacksonville, Florida at Momentum Realty. And the reason that I invited Keith here today is because he and I go back pretty far. Keith was part of my original Game Changers program back when I started this program. And I don't even know, Keith, what was that? 2014? 2014, yes. 2014. Yeah. Yes. You know, here comes Keith, this big dude with dreads into my office. And he's all like, I have this corporate job. I'm doing real estate part-time. Do you remember this? I remember this. Yeah, I'm doing it part-time. I'm going to just keep doing real estate part-time. And it wasn't what, six months later that you came to me and said, I'm not doing this part-time anymore. Tell me about how that went down for you. I was working at Celine Finance. I remember like it was yesterday. I was working at Celine Finance and I was busting my butt to come to all of your training sessions. I had to find a way to get to those training sessions and find a way also to meet the goals that we had for our game changers. And I remember at that time, once I, it was, I think it was my first deal. I remember, yes, because I sold Nicole a house. Still remember, I sold Nicole her her home. That was my first deal. And I stumbled my way through that deal, but it was like one of the best feelings ever. I was like, oh my God, I can do this. So I went in to work at Celine Finance and I told the vice president, I went into her office and I sat her, sat her down and I told her, I said, hey, January 1st is my last day here. I said, no, December 31st is my last day here. January 1st, I'll be a real estate agent full time. She laughed at me. She laughed at me and said, okay. And she thought I was joking. So I remember it was um, the day after Christmas because we had to work that day at Celine Finance. I worked the day after Christmas and she came up to me. She was like, Keith, you can still work here and be a real estate agent. I was like, you didn't believe me. No, I'm leaving on December 31st. It's my last day. I've given you my two weeks. And I walked out of there December 31st and shook everyone's hand. And that was it. I didn't look back. I just knew that it it had to work. There was no turning back. You burned your bridge. Yep. I burned it. Well, I'll never forget the day you came up to me. Now I was your coach and I was your trainer at this point at in the Game Changer program. And you said, I just want you to know I quit my job. And I thought you were joking at first too. Because it was so sudden and so resolved and so decided. And you said, I quit my job and I'm going to go full time. And I'll be honest with you, Keith, which I always am. But in that moment, I said all the right things. I'm like, I believe in you. I know you can do it. I'm here to support you. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I hope he's making the right decision. Because, you know, you have a family. How many kids you got Mm -hmm. now? Five. You have five kids and a wife and like a home and like life. And so I felt a burden, like a responsibility at that point. But I also knew you. I'm like, you know, this guy doesn't say things he doesn't mean. He doesn't do things he doesn't want to do. I'm going to trust that he's made the right decision. And the rest is freaking history because you blew it up. And you started surprising and astounding me from that point forward. And the the thing I'll always remember about you is you just don't take, you just go. You don't take no for an answer. You not in a, not in a pushy way, but you know what people need. You know how you can provide to them and you're direct but in a way that gives people confidence 
And you went out there and you did it for yourself. Now that was in 20, what? 14, 15, 20, 14, 15. That's 14. right. Somewhere around 15, there. 2014 to 15. It was 15, 2014 to 15, because I worked from 2014 until 2015 when I quit. So, so 2015 was the first year you went full-time. Yep. Okay. Yeah. For all of our listeners, I want you all to know that as of now, at the time of this recording, July, 2022, Keith has done, has sold 30 units in July by July. And that's year to date. Okay. That's year to date. So that's in seven months. Keith has done 30 sales at this pace. Keith, you're going to do what? I want to do 70, 70. I like to push. I like to push. So 70, I'm looking for 70. And you, you don't have to tell our listeners all your private business, but are you making more money and are you happier than where you were before? Well, quitting my job, having $5,000 in my bank account when I quit my job, that came from 401k. Um, now we have, the family has three rental properties and um, we have no worries. So yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're good now. So it was scary at first, but at the same time, I was going through that. So we're good now. Yes, I do. I'm making a lot more than what I made then, to answer your question. Yeah. Are you happier? I'm way happier. I yeah, have the I'm freedom here. that I want. I don't have to clock in. I don't have to worry about you saying I'm late to work. If my kid's sick. I get to take him to school. If I, I have, you know, if I have a doctor's appointment, I can go without worrying about if I still have my job. Yeah. So powerful. Now it hasn't come without its fair share of stress and work and headaches and so when it comes to the hours that you work, I know that a lot of people hear about getting into real estate and they think it's going to be easier. You may have more freedom. You may have more money. But would you say that it's easier, Keith? No, it's not easier. You, For what you want for yourself, you it is true. The saying is you're going to work 80 hours at your job per work, what you want versus the 40 hours you have to work at someone else's job. Oh, that's so good. You'll have to work those 80 hours. But that's on you, whether you really want it or not. So you have to ask yourself at that point, do you want it? Well, you did want it, didn't you? <laughs> you betcha. And you got it. Betcha. I wasn't going back in their doors for no reason whatsoever. I was never going back. I love it. So you guys, I hope my listeners can hear the resolve. That resolve you're hearing in Keith's voice is the resolve he had to use to absolutely build his business. Because like he said, he, he had no choice to go back. You hear the resolve. He wasn't going back and he burned his bridge. If anybody's ever heard any of my trainings I've done, you hear me talk about burning the bridge, that when you have no choice but to succeed, that's when you will. Or you'll go backwards, which meant you had failure as an option all along. Keith, failure wasn't an option for you. And I've watched it as as your original coach and your original trainer. I have been superbly proud of you. And now I know, I don't even know what the future holds for you, but I'm really excited about it. Thank you. Thank you. So today I wanted to bring you on here. That was a long intro, but I feel like our listeners, because most of the listeners we have are people maybe considering getting into real estate or new in the industry, I think it's important that they hear this from you because this is this is what it looks like, guys. But all that to say, we, we did start this podcast today because I wanted to speak to our listeners about getting into real estate and what that actually is like. Keith is a perfect example of someone, what it takes to get into this business and to grow it to the level that he, he has. You all heard it. He got into this business in 2015 and now we're in 2022. Do the math. That's a lot of years that it's taken him to get to this point. That's a lot of years in focus and work. And I don't think there's ever a time I've talked to Keith that you weren't working. Like you work, you don't, you don't take off years off of this. Like you've been putting in solid effort. It was, it was, I didn't take a, my first vacation until five years into real estate and you kept telling me to take one. 
I know if you're in my world, you know that, you know, I don't believe in that, but I know you're a hardworking man and you have a big family and you're committed. So I know, I know what that means too. So Keith, now that you've been in this business for all these years, now that you've made it, now that you've built a life for yourself and really redefined your entire trajectory, we've got people coming into this business right now. And this entire series this month is about getting into real estate. And now that our market is correcting, and now that we're beginning to see some changes, days on market are longer, price reductions are happening, we're starting to see the writing on the wall that some things are changing. What what do you have to share with agents that got their license in the last year or two or three, you know, the COVID years, we call these the COVID babies, right? What are the things that these agents are going to have to learn in this new market, in your opinion? Determination. Um, you're going to have to kind of humble yourself because during COVID, a lot of houses flew off the market. If you had buyers or if you were a listing agent, those houses flew. I mean, you couldn't list a house for more than a day before you got a contract. So a lot of money was made easy during the COVID times for a lot of agents, even some of the newer agents. Now you're going to go back to just what you said to where the market has corrected itself and the average days on market is going to change and it's going to freak a lot of people out. It's going wow. to change you, you, it, because you, you're going to be like, oh, my God, you it's not selling. It's not selling. No, it's time to market. Now you have to go back to your skills as a buyer's agent. You have to find the buyers that are able to um, afford a seven percent interest rate. You know, the interest rates are high right now. And the and yes, the market is correcting. But those those prices you see from Jacksonville five years ago are not coming back. Yeah. They won't be back. So you need to be you really need to humble yourself and really do decide if this business is what you are are if this is what you want to do or you just came in here and you looked at it for oh my god they're making a bunch of money because i know a bunch of agents who did who came in and said there's a lot of money being made the money in real estate as i was always taught is a byproduct of how you treat your customers yeah if you are working hard you are doing what you're supposed to do and market those properties hard, then you will you will see the the results. They won't be like in the code. They won't be quick, but you'll build. You'll build a foundation. I built my entire business on no referrals. I don't. I've never paid for Zillow. Never paid for Realtor.com, and that's how I built my business, which sustained me through COVID and will sustain me through what we're, the correction of the market because of the fact I brought customer service. I marketed. I door knocked. I did every every, what they call the, what I want to say grunt work of real estate, all the grunt work of real estate is what people are going to have to do now that the market is correcting itself. So are you willing to do that grunt work? Are you willing to get the door slammed in your face? Are you willing to get hung up on? Are you willing to get cursed out by people who are not willing to work with you over and over again? Because now it's going to take about 12 times to talk to someone before you get a deal. Interesting. I do remember the days when you were out door knocking, you'd come back sweating head to toe, like dripping sweat. I'm like, Keith, you are one dedicated man. I loved it. It was awesome. And and you know what? It shows up today. Shows up today. So I heard you say a specific word. And I think you just, you basically, everything you just said can be summed up in one word. And that is skills. You know, you said you're going to have to go back to your skills. You know, there's, there hasn't been a lot of skill needed in the last couple of years. So if you, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what kind of skills you said, customer services or anything else skill wise that people are going to need in this new upcoming changing market that you can think of? 
Just customer service, just like a customer service is like top of the top of the list for me, mm-hmm. because I, I feel the way that you treat your customers, everything comes as a byproduct of it. Mm-hmm. And if you're treating your customers right, that's going to come with advertising their properties right. That's going to kind of that's going to come with keeping in contact with your customers, mm-hmm. keeping them updated on what's going on with the market, talking to your buyers, um, educating your customers. So I, for me, is customer service is a bundle, and I think that though it's customer service and all. And, and when you put customer service out front, it really takes care of everything else if, because everyone sees, they will see who you are when you start dealing with them. You won't be able to put on the act for long. Do you really have customer service and are you really trying to help people? Again, I started out with grunt work. I took the $40,000 deals and never, ever cried about it. I just went and got 10. Yeah. Now you're not you doing $40,000 deals, are you? No, I don't do $40,000 deals anymore, but I do have other agents that I help that I tell them to do those $40,000 deals. You know why? Because it it will hone in your skills. The things that you will learn from doing those small deals and the trials and tribulations you go through from doing those small deals will carry you so far in your career. I, and also, I've taken, I've actually gotten great customers for $40,000 deals that ended up being $500,000 customers. That's right. So, well, really, so you really can't dog them out. Like there's legit, they're legit too. They're they got legit. You where you are. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I love it. So, so skills, customer service in the bundle that customer services inside of that, I heard you say uh, pricing marketing, you know, just being a really professional agent and knowing, knowing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask about this one. Cause I, I can't remember your stance on this Keith, but I'm sure you know where I stand on it. And that is really the sales language of scripts. So when it comes to how you speak to your customers, what are your thoughts on the skill around scripts and sales language? You really need to have your scripts down and you really need to know when when you're talking to a customer, what is their rebuttal going to be? Because most of the time their rebuttals are all the same when they don't want to deal with you. There's only two or three rebuttals that customers give you. And how are you going to, you know, what is your objection handler to that? I think scripts are very, very important because it prepares you to talk to that customer and it prepares you to help them put down their guard because everyone has a guard right now, you know, and I don't want to go into this too much, but there's a, now people have been, been bombarded by advertisements through their phone, their email, they've been hit hard. So if you don't have your scripts down and you don't know how to, disarm that person who's already armed to okay you're a new person trying to sell me something and you're really trying to help them if you don't have that script together and know how to approach that person then your body language is also important when you're doing scripts when you're talking to someone face to face because body language is a class that they teach how how do you how do you convey yourself correctly to that person so scripts are I mean, they're the, they're probably one of the most important things once you actually get into talking to something. No, it is. It's the most important thing when you start talking to someone. Yeah. And it's not to put a script on them. So make sure we understand that. It's not to give them some, you know, phony feeling. It's just that there are there are key words that you need to use to disarm people. There are key words that you need to use to make them feel comfortable talking to you. And if you're just fumbling around because you're uh, uh, like I did when I first started, uh, then you're, you're never going to disarm them. They're going to always be armed when they're talking to you because they're like, I'm ready for this, you know, but you're ready to be help. sold. They're ready to correct, be sold. Correct. 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 Yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. I remember you being, you know, first of all, you're a good coachable, trainable guy, you know, and I remember doing scripts with you and you were a natural, not everybody is natural at those kinds of things. So I was wondering if you were still keeping them up. So you still stand on the fact that they're important. I have a book of scripts and I run through my scripts, you know, for buyers and sellers, even though I don't deal with a ton of buyers, I run through the scripts because I want to keep myself fresh. Because again, th- those objections, there's only about two or three that they give you when you start calling them and you start talking to them. And if you can, you know, you know, be a natural and, you know, those scripts become natural. They have to so become can, natural through practice. You know, exactly. Yeah. And if you're practicing, they become natural. It becomes very easy to talk to people. And once you disarm them, then you can have your real conversation. Then you can have the real car. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. And you're good at that, Keith. I've seen you do it. That's awesome. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, here you are, you've, you've made it, you've made it through now your second, your second or third correction coming up. Honestly. Yes. Yes. How are you feeling about the upcoming market? I'm so ready for it. I don't know what to do. I'm so ready for it. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm excited for it because, you know, I don't, I don't like people getting in trouble, but I, you know, I'm a default specialist. I love helping people who are having issues with their mortgage because like I told you before in Game Changer, I think a lot of agents run away from short sales and default situations and tell you not to do it. But when we got those licenses that said right there that you would help the public, that's what your license said, you would help the public. So it doesn't mean you have to take that deal, but give them to someone or help them get to someone that can help them. You know, I mean, so I I love helping people with the short sales because the feeling I get after I help them and then the friends that I make from doing short sales and default situations are like, it's second to none. They love you. They're, you're you're like the best thing ever because you help them in a bad situation. And then they come back and buy a new house when they've got out of that situation. You're, you're the best thing ever. You're, you're the, the best hero. thing ever. Exactly. And, you know, it, it makes you feel good to get someone out of a, a bad situation and put them in a good situation. You can say, yes, I helped that. You truly helped that person. 100%. So in your opinion, do you believe there's going to be more default and short sale situations arriving soon? They will be. Um, there will be. I'm sorry. Um, I have, I've signed up with Equator. You know, I stay on top of that stuff. So I've signed up with Equator. I have a, a lot of other outlets and I still talk to people who are in the mortgage industry. They're coming. They're just coming at a very slow pace because the government has it, you know, their hands on it and making it move slow. But it's, at some point, they have to let it go. Um, and the people are going to default are going to default at some point. So I see about maybe another year. Honestly, people think it's going to be sooner than that, but you won't see it pick up to probably the spring of next year. You'll start seeing things really pick up. And you're going to be there to pick them up. Pick them up and help them out. That's right. I love it. Well, Keith, I love your confidence. Um, I love, and I hope our listeners heard that a market correction is something we can be excited about because you heard Keith, there's opportunity in every market, whether it's an up market, down market, buyer market, seller market, recession, no recession. There's always opportunity. And I'm going to also reiterate what Keith said. And that is that when you're leading with customer service, and I'm going to have to go back and like get the actual quote, because I'm going to title this podcast, your quote which was when you have customer service out front, everything else works itself out. That does not change regardless of the market. And if you are a person who is in real estate or who's thinking about getting into real estate, I hope you heard that because that's spoken from the master himself who has truly made, self-made himself to this point where he can buy investment properties and support his family on a career that 
he literally took $5,000 that he had and took a big bet on himself. And now the market changing. We know there's a lot of skills that people need to develop. Anybody that wants to connect with Keith Jones, he's here in Jacksonville, Florida, Momentum Realty. You can always find Keith uh, through my networks because he's going to be in my world forever. And uh, I just appreciate so much the time that we got to spend together. Keith, any final parting thoughts for our listeners today? If you are going in real estate, charge ahead and be determined. You know, just do everything you can to make sure that you are leading with customer service first, though. Please. And everything else will work out. Love it. You heard it, guys. You heard it here from Keith Jones and Jen Henry at the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast. Now, remember, at Game Changer Realty, we are here to help agents get their first five deals. That is our specialty. That is what we do. That's why we bring great guests on here that show you how it's done and can be an example of exactly what that looks like. So I hope you'll keep coming back and listening as we talk more about getting into real estate in this correcting market. As always, thank you for listening and we look forward to catching you on the next one. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our library of great resources for you at GameChangerRealty.com.